0: For a country as big as the United States, waste takes many forms. When you think of the EPA, you probably think of waste from mines, factories, power plants, and farms. But a lot of food goes to waste every day, and some EPA people are trying to make sure it goes to something other than landfills. Joining me with more, Cheryl Coleman from EPA's Office of Emergency Management and D. Roger Smith of EPA's Region 4 Resource Conservation and Restoration Division. Good to have you both on.
1: Thank you very much for having us. Yes, thank you, Tom, for having us.
2: Appreciate it.
0: Okay, tell us about this program to gather food and make sure it has better use. What happens? Ms. Coleman?
2: EPA has been actually working on this issue since the 90s, and uh, one of the ways that we encourage our uh, constituents in this country to uh, think about how they're managing food is through an incentive-based program called the Food Recovery Challenge. Um, It's part of our sustainable materials management program here at EPA, where we work with our stakeholders to reduce um, their environmental impact by looking at the entire life cycle of uh, various types of materials. Uh, food is the biggest. Uh, landfill contributor, and so we've been uh, trying a number of ways in order to get people incentivized to really think about it. People really don't think about how much food they waste. Uh, so we came up with the Food Recovery Challenge, which is an incentive-based program where organizations pledge to improve how they're managing food in their uh, within their organizations. We encourage them to follow the food recovery hierarchy, which is um, just a suggestion on how to prioritize actions to prevent and divert uh, food from going to landfill. Uh, food can take on two forms. It can either be food waste, where you can't eat it, it's inedible, or it can be wasted food, where it's perfectly edible, but it ends up in the wrong place. And so by having an incentive-based program, uh, we help our participants uh, through their commitments to improve how they're managing food within their organizations, but it also uh, allows them to be recognized for their outstanding achievements on
0: an annual basis. Sure. One, and in Region 4, I understand there has been some pretty good progress in both fronts, in recycling food so that it, it can be consumed by people that are needy, and also it can be converted to energy?
1: Yes. Um, in Region 4, we have 42 uh, food recovery partners in the Southeast regions, and many of them include Ted Montana Grill, the Georgia World Congress Center, as well as some of our international airports, um We also have colleges and universities that are part of that effort, uh, Morehouse and Spelman and Georgia State University. And we also have Sprouts Grocery Stores, which there are 25 locations. And most importantly, I wanted to mention one of our national award winners for 2018 was the Forge Restaurant at Montgomery Bell State Park. And this park employs trains on sustainability of 115 people, it receives over 900,000 visitors and diverted over 57 tons of food waste in 2017, which is quite remarkable.
0: And you also had some success recently with the Super Bowl in Atlanta, which I imagine is a big food producer.
1: Yes, we actually rescued uh, with second helpings over uh, 17,000 pounds of which was turned into nutritious meals, which uh, was over 14,000 meals to feed some of our local community shelters. And that was quite rewarding.
0: We're speaking with D. Roger Smith with EPA's Region 4 Resource Conservation and Restoration Division and Cheryl Coleman from EPA's Office of Emergency Management. And Ms. Coleman, EPA works with other agencies, doesn't it, on this uh, general program across the country?
2: We do. We work in in food uh, management throughout the country with uh, all of our other regions. Uh, We have 10 regions in the United States. And uh, it's really geographically based. There are eight states in Region 4 that Dee was just telling you about. And in the Food Recovery Challenge alone, we have over 1,000 participants. Um, And we work with them in about, you heard some of the examples that Dee used. Uh, We have uh, restaurants. We have colleges and universities. We have venues. We have stadiums, like you heard with the Mercedes-Benz stadium. And we also work with our other federal partners, uh, USDA and uh, FDA. As a matter of fact, this past October, uh, the three agencies signed an agreement to create an initiative called Winning on Reducing Food Waste Initiative. And this is a collaborative effort in which the agencies agreed to uh, really align our resources in order to address this issue, which enables us to be able to use our federal dollars more wisely and be able to leverage our government resources in a way that allows us to meet, reach more of our um,
0: American citizens. And what does the USDA and the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, what what do they bring to the program?
2: Well, USDA works uh, with us in a number of areas, uh, in, especially uh, in working with our farmers uh, who are a valuable part of our of the food chain and also working with helping to get donation and providing information uh, to citizens on various ways that they can utilize uh, food and get, keep that food in a way that we can maximize the energy um, that exists in that food. Um, they, As you know, during Thanksgiving, you can call and learn how to bake your turkey, and then they tell you how to store that turkey, for example, so that you don't uh, end up throwing it away. And FDA uh, has worked with EPA and uh, primarily USDA on the date labeling issue. There's a lot of confusion around date labeling. So the two agencies, USDA and FDA, have really done a lot to try to make date labeling more understandable for our citizens.
0: And something that caught my eye was the use of food, waste food, that went to a Massachusetts facility where it was turned into energy, something called an aerobic digester, which sounds almost like science fiction. What is it and how does that all work? <laughs>
2: So, anaerobic digestion is where you, I think it's probably what you referring to, there is aerobic digestion, but anaerobic digestion is more common here in the United States and it's a technology to process food waste and it's food that really is not appropriate for humans or for feeding to animals. And it's put into a, a process where microorganisms break down the organic materials. Um, and they use primarily food scraps, manure, and sewage sludge, and it's done without oxygen in order to be able to produce biogas and a soil amendment, and both of those helps us to maximize that food to its greatest extent. Um, It can be put in a landfill, but just think of being able to extend the life of that food by being able to put it through processes like anaerobic digestion.
0: Wow. Okay. And uh, Ms. Roger Smith, what do you have planned next for the Region 4 that seems to be one of the leaders here?
1: I'm so happy that you asked that question. Uh, In Region 4, we have the next two Super Bowls are going to be in our region uh, in Miami and Tampa. And so we're actually working with uh, Scott Jenkins, who is actually part of the Green Sports Alliance, as well as the National Football League sustainability team, on uh, working on planning for the next Super Bowls that are going to be in our region, in the Southeast region.
0: Stadiums really are major sources of this kind of thing. I know it In Nationals Park, at the end of a game, they sell the hot dogs left over for a dollar. But it seems like there could be better uses for them, huh?
2: The Nationals here in Washington, D.C. area are part of our food recovery challenge also. And they have a great composting program. And their chef uh, does a lot to make sure that he monitors uh, the events very closely to reduce how much food is prepared. But we always want to make sure that we have enough food. So when there is excess food, uh, it is also donated, and they also work with their summer sports program with the youth in order to teach them about uh, managing food appropriately. So we've got a lot going on in Washington, D.C. also.
1: Well, many of the foods uh, that are rescued are are turned into healthy meals, so you get a lot more than just hot dogs, especially from the uh, executive suites. You get lobster, you get shrimp, you get fresh produce. You get bread. So those are actually uh, used by many of our local chefs to turn that into really good, wholesome, nutritious meals. For the community folks
0: so if the owner doesn't finish it up then by golly it goes to real good use
1: yes and also i wanted to mention that um, again the goal of many of our stadiums is they've expressed zero waste goals and so they practice the same things that we do in our region and nationally Uh, and it's understood that uh, many of the national football league as well as the green sports alliance there they want to Educate millions of fans at sporting events on the importance of sustainability.
0: D. Roger Smith is with EPA's Region 4 Resource Conservation and Restoration Division. Cheryl Coleman is from EPA's Office of Emergency Management. Thank you both very much for joining me.
2: Thank you so
1: much. Tom, thank you very much.
0: We'll post a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.
2: This episode is brought to you by Zell.